0: Welcome back to another episode of Southern Fried E-Commerce. I am Jay Brimberg. I am the COO over here at EY Studios, the great organization that brings this to you each and every week. With me, I have my co-host, Emily Faulkner. Emily, how are you doing today? I
1: am A-OK.
0: Yeah, feeling better?
1: A little bit. You might hear an occasional cough or me mute because I'm coughing, but I'm doing my best, Jay. I'm you sorry. off the show. <laughs> you can apparently we have a massive fan base
0: yeah i know you're becoming quite the popular person i'm kind of the um the the chop liver of the equation here everybody knows emily everybody loves emily they just like i'm sorry that you have to deal with that knucklehead jay
1: that's what they said this week we had a, a partner event And I shook someone's hand. I said, "Oh, my name's Emily." And they're like, "From the podcast." I was like, "Oh no, it's getting too popular. We're going to have to stop doing this."
0: Mm -hmm. As I (laughs) mentioned last week, my cousin loves you. Um, My wife is is your biggest fan. Uh, Who else? I've had other people say, um, you know, they've been. uh, We had one of our um, esteemed. Uh, journalists, uh, reach out to me on LinkedIn and say that they, uh, that they heard a podcast where we did one of their articles and that they were fans. Wow. And so now trying to get him on the podcast. We'll Wait, really?
1: That's so exciting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Going to see if we can get him on the podcast. I actually have somebody that talks about e-commerce and writes about e-commerce. Uh, I guess we actually talk about e-commerce, but writes about e-commerce. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, we're, um, we're worldwide We're we're getting big. Uh, people are subscribing and, uh, you know, before long, I'm going to have to have an entourage. I'm going to have to be dropped off, have people drive me around. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Honestly, I think you deserve being driven around after the week you've had. Yeah, it was
0: a horrible (laughs) week and the same partner event. Um, uh, hosted by Vertex, we we were uh, we got to give them all the credit. They did they did you oh know, yeah ninety five percent of the work for this event um, was with Vertex, was with Big Commerce, and uh, was it Shipper HQ or um, it was it was yep. Shipper HQ. Shipper HQ um, had a great event at the Braves game. Got got a box. I say that we got had a great event. I, I really don't know uh, because on my way down there. My uh, car started smoking from underneath the hood. And if you've ever been to a Braves game, about 5 o'clock around the state, I mean, it's crazy. It is a crazy, Mm -hmm. crazy experience because it's kind of spread out. It's not – if you've ever been to, like, a Phillies game or even, like, a Red Sox game, maybe, like, a Chicago game, like, it's pretty compact. You're you're either riding a tram there, you know, or the subway there, and they'll drop you off right out at the stadium – uh, parkings right there. It's just, it's compact. So you find alternate ways to get us done. Not, not at the Braves. We have no public transportation that, well, I don't know, maybe we have a martyr bus line or two that runs there or, or a CCT or whatever they call it um, <clears throat> that runs there, but as a whole, no public transportation. And so as uh, crazy as packed, I'm, I'm there, I'm next to the red lot, the big parking lot. Uh, and of course it was full and uh, they were like, sorry, sold out. No, no uh, seats here. I said, okay. And then I turned around and she was like, you can find parking here. I was like, all right, I'll go there. And so as I turned around and was waiting to get out of the parking lot, which had a line, I noticed my hood smoking and I finally got out on the road and I rolled down my window and there was a cop, a cop County, um, I guess sheriff maybe. And, and I was like, officer, sir, if you don't let me pull over my car right now, somewhere, there's about to be a massive, um, a massive traffic jam on your hands and he was like huh And I was like no look at my hood and he saw it and he's like oh get over here and he put me <laughs> in a fire lane and uh, like stopped traffic so I could pull could, could pull over and um, you know very thing cop, cop sheriffs uh, they, they did awesome. Uh, absolutely, it might have been Cobb County. I'm not sure, um, but but whomever, whatever department it was, really handled the situation well for me. Because if you're from Atlanta, you understand our reliance on if you're driving anywhere, traffic reports. And my biggest fear wow. is being the dude that's going to be like on a uh, Skycam or something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I know exactly
1: what you mean. Black
0: Nissan Altima, um, you know, has caused a major pileup or a major. Uh, you know and it was braves world series rings night so i would have been the person that like caused folks to miss that it was pretty nerve-wracking but um i did get over three and a half hours later because tow trucks are to- totally unreliable especially if you use state farm roadside assistance yeah that's right i'm, I'm putting them on blast on our podcast. <laughs> this is a second bad bad experience now when the tow truck actually gets there the tow person is always nice always courteous but it's taken me. I've had to get my car towed two times in the past eight months um, for different okay. issues, and uh, and it's a two thousand. I'm a I'm a I'm a Clark Howard ride the thing until the wheels fall off type dude. Oh jeez. Um, especially right now, I'm not trying to buy a car. Anywho. Took the tow truck three and a half hours to get there, so I missed the first four innings of the Braves game, four and a half innings of the Braves game because I had to stay with my truck. I couldn't just or my car. I just couldn't just leave it there, especially because it was parked in the fire lane. Um, they finally came and I was like, you know what? I got four and a, I don't know, I've not haven't even told you this, Emily. I've got four and a half minutes or four and a half innings left, maybe four innings left. Yeah, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna dip in, have a brewski, have a beer, say hello make an appearance just because I feel horrible. I'm not getting to the network. I'm not getting to do anything with partners, with any, you know, uh, clients or, or prospective clients that are there. And so I was like, I'm just going to go in. Plus, I'd like to get a World Series ring for my, uh, for my son. Um, of course, by the time I was there, the World Series rings were gone. So I, I, I went in there. I actually went into the stadium, Emily. Stop it. Yep, I actually went into the stadium. I walked around aimlessly for about, I don't know, 15 minutes trying to figure out where suites were, because I've never been in a suite there. asked about six or seven brave employees, hey, how do you get to this suite right here? Showed them the ticket. They didn't know until I finally got to the final one. And she said, go up that escalator over there and pointed at an escalator. I said, okay, yeah, that, you know, a little bit of a walk, but I'll, I'll go over there. Got to the escalator. Escalator's out of service. Please use stairs. At oh that gosh. point, I said, you know what? Nope. There's just something there. I, I had a feeling if I were to walk up to that suite, the suite would collapse and it would be horrible for everybody. <laughs> so I was like, there's just something, some greater force out there that's telling me, do not you know, do, do not go to this event because every, I, I just, I couldn't find the suite. It was, of course, somebody, Juan said, why didn't you call us? I was like, Juan, I wasn't thinking about that, man. Like, I was in such a bad Your head, head was pace. all over
1: the place. Yeah. yeah, like,
0: at that time, wasn't even uh, thinking about that, but um, so I actually made an attempt, but I was I, I was just done, and then I went, walked over to the Uber, um, you know, pick up. I didn't realize that they just have random people there, like taxis waiting to take you. Got in a car, um, thought it was an uber it wasn't an uber it was just a <laughs> regular, no.
1: like
0: a, now they did have like a limo license plate so I, at least they were registered with the state of georgia i think but you know I, i've told myself never get in a car nowadays unless you're being tracked and again wasn't in the right so i sat there and i stared at the dude the whole time while <laughs> like, I took me from my house um yeah it was Sorry, that was, a, that was a long... That um, was a
1: journey. Like, that's a whole...
0: Dressing you out right now?
1: Yes. I mean, honestly, I was stressed out trying to get all our stuff into the event. I um, called Truist Park most of that Wednesday, trying to figure out how we were going to get 50 t-shirts into the stadium when I can't even bring my person. Mm-hmm. Um, got a hold of their hospitality manager. They let us in 30 minutes early to the stadium. They let us in through their fancy offices. So we got to walk through their offices. Cool. They escorted us to the suite. Yeah.
0: It was like a very stressful time for you.
1: It was very stressful up until the fact that I got to sit down and enjoy my, my brew ski and my hot dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, do you know what? In. It all we So happy for you. So Aww. happy.
0: So very happy for
1: you. I just got over COVID, Jay. Let me have this.
0: That's true. That's true. Well, you know, and I'm trying to think of that. I could have very well broken down on I-75, right? uh, And in the middle of rush hour. And then I definitely would have been on like, like the only thing I would say is I feel like if I broke down in the middle of I-75, maybe a tow truck would have been a little bit quicker. And um,
1: honestly, there's, there's a very high possibility.
0: Yeah. And I could have maybe made it to everything, but yeah, I missed out on a good dinner with a big commerce crew um, uh, Superico or whatever they call it. Uh missed out on a good game where the Braves did awesome. Um, missed out on beers that I probably would have enjoyed, missed out on the World Series ring, and um yeah. So Hey well,
1: Supro got one, get one from Supro Oh I'm sure he Supra's doesn't need World
0: it. Series ring. Give me <laughs> gimme this is payment for getting to go when I couldn't.
1: <laughs> I think he'd do it for you.
0: I thought about reaching out to one of the big commerce guys. I talked to Juan yesterday and I was going to kind of subtly mention, you know, if you don't, but he gave it to his son who is a big, I, I guess, who is a ah. Grace fan, a Cunha fan. He was, oh, he loved it. And I didn't, you know, so I was like, yeah, I'm glad he did one. I'm glad he did one.
1: <laughs> but, uh, well, we're just going to have to win again and then we'll go.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, awesome. anywho, thank you to Vertex, thank you to uh, Shipper HQ, thank you to Big Commerce uh, for putting that on to for with us. Uh, and Emily, thank you for all your hard work on it. I know it was a great time. Talked to uh, one of our um, one of our shared clients um, yesterday, and she said that she had an awesome time. And so Yay. I know it was a, it was a good time. So um, I'm glad you all had it. It's over now. I'm feeling better. I thought that my car was <laughs> going to be about a three thousand four thousand dollar fix found out it's probably gonna be about five hundred dollars uh give or take a couple hundred dollars there so um it's all good it's a lot better the story ends a lot better than i thought it would
1: i'm excited for you you get that done move on to greener pastures life goes on better things happen Mm -hmm.
0: exactly exactly but um anyway that was my week emily how was your week (laughs)
1: uh it's actually been pretty good sorry jay um, one of my best friends is in town this week for a conference, um, so I've been trying to catch some lunch and dinners with her. Um, she, The last day of the conference is today, so she's coming to stay at my house over the weekend. We're going to the Fox to see Frozen, um, and then who knows what the weekend is going to bring for us. I'm just very excited to have her here
0: that's great yeah very good very good is that uh i know that you're off on monday are you hanging out with her for another reason
1: uh mostly hanging out with her taking her to the airport making up for my lost memorial day
0: Gotcha. (laughs) that makes sense yeah my sister's up here uh, gonna be here through tomorrow so i'll have her help out with the kiddos a little bit let me get some yard work done and um yeah, I don't have any big plans next weekend's Father's Day, so I'm I'm waiting for my wife and my children to shower me with love and affection. Looking forward to that.
1: <laughs> I think that'll be good. And apparently, my parents still won't confirm. I think they're coming to town next week, sure. but they won't tell me for sure what's going on. So it'll be a surprise for all of us.
0: Yeah, my my stepdad and my mom's going to be in town next week. They're going to the. Um, Poison, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, uh, some big 80s hairband concert or something like oh, that. Oh, man. At, at, at uh, Truist. So So maybe you should, you should take your parents to the hairband concert.
1: Honestly, it sounds kind of like a lot of fun.
0: Uh, did you get your um, Panic at the Disco tickets?
1: So I have not, only because it's, it's, it's so funny. I've had so many people send me the pre-sale codes, and I also received um, so many codes because I'm a major fan. Um, I'm afraid to go to concerts now because I had COVID. So well, I'm trying to decide how I feel. I like
0: the safest one at this point. I think that yeah. the immunities last for like two months or something like
1: that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just have to get in the right headspace, I think. Mm -hmm. i'm just it's so funny like at the braves event we were outside and i kind of like talked to people but kept my distance and i I was like i don't want to get sick again it was so bad
0: yeah i hear you they probably appreciate that as well so
1: right that's why it was a good event nobody got too close
0: (laughs) all right well let's go ahead and hop in it's just you and i doing this thing uh, this week before we do, Emily, what's going on at Ey Studios?
1: Absolutely. So we got a uh, pretty good uh, amount of new blogs in. Um, some of our latest happenings. Uh, eight ways to engage your online customers. Uh, a big thing that merchants do is reach out and say, "Well, how can we? How can we do better by them?" And our one of the eight reasons is just talk to them. Just understand what they're looking for. Um, if you're willing to get to that point, we got seven more for you coming up. Um, on top of that, maintaining your e-commerce brand during uncertain times. Uh, this one was written by our CEO Eric Young. Um, we're all kind of aware there's interesting things going on, gas prices, et cetera, and you know there's a lot of uncertainty going on and. It's important to kind of know where you want to be with your brand to make sure that if something happens, you guys are in a good spot. So it's a very good read. Um, and then on top of that, um, we have a, another blog post about Target Plus um, and Big Commerce's new beta program around that. Um, and that is a very interesting read as well. We might be touching on that this week on the podcast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Maybe. We'll see if we get to Maybe. it. Maybe. It it's on the list. Um, well, very good, very good, and um, I know that we got some. We're working on some webinars, some multimedia, um, mm-hmm, some different mm-hmm. multimedia things. So, I'm looking forward to seeing those come out. It's the summer months; people are focusing in on family during the summer month. Merchants are focusing in on family and mm-hmm. and the children. I know that there's a lot of other things going on with gas, and it's uh, hoping to, to, as as you mentioned with blog post, um, you know, bring some hope into the into this. Uncertain time, I guess is what I would say there, at least in the economy, uncertain time, but um yeah. we're gonna get through it together, so uh guys, if you were listening, you found us obviously, um but this is southern friday e commerce we do this every single Friday, generally published on Monday. Uh, we just talk about the local going on in e-commerce news. We got some good articles this week. You can find us on all the major podcasting platforms, Amazon Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Podcast Addict, that's one I use, I think, SoundHound or something like that. Is another. There's a lot of them out there. You can find us on all of them out there. If you enjoy the show, if you don't enjoy the show, let us know. Uh, leave a <laughs> comment, subscribe, like, clear, sh- uh, click, share, do all the things. For your friends uh, to 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 know what the hottest podcast in town for e-commerce. Again, we're gunning. We're going gunning for Practical E-commerce's uh, top e-commerce podcast of 2023.
1: We do that, I retire. I was honestly going to say the same thing. <laughs> we make it there, we retire.
0: And uh, wait, I'm living off this that, podcast
1: right? royalties. We don't have any, but I'm living off of them. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. So so, let, let your friends know. Let, let them know what we do here. It's a fun time. I think it's uh, it's uh, well. I hate I hate patting myself on. I like to think it's enjoyable, but people could be like, oh god, that Jay guy really. Oh my I do like Emily, so we keep on coming from Emily, um, and that's fine.
1: That's okay. This is my secret, Jay. I just talk to you, and I pretend like it's just us having a good time, and then other people bring it up, and I go, "What do you, How do you guys know about that?" Not like we don't publish it every week to everybody.
0: <laughs> we make other people share it. So
1: <laughs> Not like we don't post it every single Monday.
0: <laughs> you get to hang out with Evan Perkins, who's been on our podcast before.
1: Yeah. It was Evan. very exciting. He didn't know who I was. Which, oh. I mean, you can't see my face when we do this, so makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Well, he should have added you on LinkedIn afterwards.
1: I like to maintain my, what is it? My anonymity.
0: <laughs> anonymity. That's, a, that's a hard word to say. Anonymity. 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 <laughs> anonymity.
1: anonymity. All right. So let's drive
0: and Let's jump into some of our articles here. This was an interesting one uh, coming from our friends at uh, Retail Dive. Uh, wanted to hit this because this is actually something that my um, daughter is into right now. And it's interesting. Uh, the partnership here, and just how how you're seeing these different partnerships. Now, this is a bigger company, as well long, as well as a bigger manufacturer, and so I don't know how this is going to apply to small business. But it was an interesting going owns in e commerce. Mm-hmm. And this one is Forever Twenty One Barbie launches summer collection available in the metaverse.
1: Oh gosh,
0: yes, um, Forever. Two, this is your and this is by Tatiana Walk uh, who is a constant on our podcast? We just love her articles, and so, um, so hopefully, um, yeah, maybe she listens in one day. Um, the dive brief for this is Forever Twenty One teamed up with Mattel's Barbies to introduce Mattel's Barbie to introduce a limited edition Barbie Summer Twenty Twenty Two collection, complete with apparel, swimwear, sleepwear, accessories, cosmetics, and Barbie Dream House inspired home decor. Ooh. the retailer announced on Tuesday. The collection will be available online in stores and then in the Forever 21 shop uh, city on Roblox. What? Yeah. Forever 21 tap virtual brand group a Web3 fashion design game developer and retail company to create its presence within Roblox. The digital representation of the Forever 21 uh, Barbie collection has, de- or has details such as embossed art, beadwork, and textured fabrics on its dresses, hoodies, and garments, and other accessories. Shoppers can follow the hashtag twin with your avatar trend on yes. social media. <laughs> If this wasn't an article for me. I don't know what it is um, <laughs> dive a little bit deeper into it. Um, with Forever 21 and Barbie's latest collection, shoppers can experience the collection in real life or through the metaverse. The companies use Roblox layered clothing technology that allows for hyper realistic 3D clothing that fits any avatar. Barbie, a SoCal native plays Barbie. A so- Sorry, let me start over. Barbie. Comma, a SoCal native plays in the same inclusive, empowering, and fashionable space that our customers love, appreciate, and have come to expect from our business. Winnie Park, CEO of Forever 21, said in a statement We are thrilled to offer shoppers unexpected line extensions that include Barbie in store and online and, vas- and, and vertical fashions in the metaverse. Leading up to the launch, the of the Barbie Summer 2022 collection, Forever 21 has tried to reach customers both online and offline. Last month, the retailer debuted its Forever LA, a little LA and all of us campaign, which (laughs) are promoted across its retail, e-commerce, and metaverse channels. LA is probably my least favorite big uh u.s city i'm just just throwing that out there um wow yeah, don't just, shout
1: out to la sorry yeah, guys it's a, it's
0: a city. maybe the little areas of la has it but it's really a city with no soul like like hollywood almost builds itself up and then you go there and literally it is needles and pee and just it's gross hollywood's the grossest listen new grossest york
1: has way more pee than la i'm gonna say that right now
0: have you been to hollywood
1: Yes, I have. I I had a great time in Los Angeles. I don't
0: agree with you. Uh,
1: Shout out to Los Angeles.
0: <laughs> uh, joined by other brands like American Eagle, Gucci, and Tommy Hilfiger, and expanding efforts on the platform, Forever 21 partnered with Roblox last year to create the Forever 21 Shop City, a digital environment. In which users and fashion influencers Can run virtual storefronts and compete For the top spot For many brands and retailers, the opportunity to reach A growing user base and profit from digital Goods has been too good to pass up But even though companies are diving headfirst into the metaverse, it remains to Be seen just how much the public will understand And interact with the idea Earlier this year, Gartner cautioned Companies against investing too much into One part of the amorphous concept Because it has yet to be fully formed According to a survey from Piper Sam a released in April of uh, this year 48% of teens said that uh, said they aren't sure about or aren't interested in the metaverse Plus, a recent Wonderman Thompson intelligence survey found that 75 per- 74% of respondents had heard of the metaverse, but only 15% could articulate what the concept means. Well, they're not listening to this podcast, I guess. Yeah, right.
1: No,
0: <laughs> to us, and we'll get that up there. Barbie Summer 2002 collection carries sizes extra small through 3XL with an, assort- with an additional assortment for kids and ranges in price from $6.99 to $54.99. The retail will also feature the Barbies Fashionista line of Barbie dolls, which represents various body types, skin tones, and eye colors, among other characteristics. Hmm. So first things first, maybe you know this better. than What is the age demographic for Barbies? I kind of thought it was like a, a, you know, my my daughter's three years old. She's into Barbies. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking that we top out in the seven or eight range of being into Barbies. But I mean, like. That's just making it sound like there's teens that are into Barbies.
1: Um, I think it's actually expanded a bit. Um, In recent years, Barbie uh, got more of an online presence. Um, She started a vlog channel on YouTube. It's completely animated, um, and Barbie's kind of like a character that – interacts with different people in her vlog and there's like apparently a whole backstory about it the only reason i know about it is because i follow like media sites just as much as you do
0: the age group actually goes up to 30 now so
1: Uh no i've actually never watched it i'm just aware of it and i've heard very interesting things about it it's very memeable so people are aware of it um I liked Barbie up until, and not that I don't dislike Barbie, but I like played with Barbies up until probably like my preteens, to be quite honest, because I liked the fashion element of it. I used to, when I was younger, my mom and I would play together and we wouldn't like play Barbies. We would just pull out the bucket of Barbies and then just dress and redress them and just show them off. Like that was just like what we liked to do. So, I mean, it seems very in line with what Barbie's doing right now, especially I love the idea of the fashionista line with like different body types and different things. Because, you know, Barbie's always looked the same her whole life. And I think being able to like diversitize and push that out is really interesting. The <laughs> The fashion city, was it, shop city, is so weird to me as a concept. It's so weird. Why that? you say why is that
0: yeah why is that sorry
1: it's just it's it's funny because like introducing like social media and social media concepts makes sense for me for barbie because barbie would as a brand and as a persona i could see trying to like fit within that digital world but like trying to put barbie inside of like a roblox and going to like a virtual shitty and shopping seems so weird to me as a concept like Yeah,
0: I I feel like I need to get involved in Roblox so I can understand. Every
1: time we do an article, yeah, it's so perplexing to me. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I I I know it's owned by Google. I know Roblox, I believe, is like uh, underneath Google, although it is, or some company like that, um, although it is its own little standalone company underneath that because it is a public company. Yeah. it's just amazing to me how these little things, I don't know that roadblock started this way. And I was like, let's do this it's the same thing as, um, Oh, what's that? Like uh, Fortnite. fortnight fortnight, you know, mm-hmm, when I was, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, before I had children, I was very involved in big brothers, uh, or big brothers, little brothers, big sisters, little sisters. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. And my little brother was into Fortnite before it became what it was became he's just like, oh this is just a cool game where you could build forts and fight you know and that's it i don't even think they do forts anymore on Fortnite, really or that they're about to do away with them and, but but it's i think it's something that has evolved over time and you i have know. to guess that people jump into it you know i, I mean just kind of going down uh, in this article one of the things that they said is is you know gartner's uh Caution companies about investing too much into one part of of this, or in the Piper Sandler survey with 48% of teens said that they aren't too sure about this. Wonderman Thompson Intelligence says 74% of respondents uh, had heard of it, but only 15% could uh, articulate what the metaverse was. Um, One thing that I know. Is that if companies are going, to, I mean, they're just going to push it and push it and push it and push it. And it might not be big right now, but if they keep on doing these sort of things, it'll come around. some. It's not like, like, yeah. well, like Google Glasses, right? Where it was here and it lasted about a month and a half and then it was <laughs> gone, right? It's not like, I think it'd be foolhardy to think that the metaverse is that. Again, I think that um, folks are right to be skeptical about it right to say okay what is this you know but if one thing this podcast has shown me is that companies are heavily investing into the metaverse and they're continuing to heavily and no matter what the trends say they're continuing to heavily invest in the metaverse and they're not investing into it for myself or for maybe even you Emily or for yeah
1: know, yeah
0: people that that are in their you know late 20s to Early forties, or you know, early 50, like it's not for they're 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 bringing up. I want to say grooming, but I know grooming can have negative connotations oh, yeah. in a lot of different ways. But I mean, I mean, in the most you know strict definition of the world, word they are preparing the younger generation for what's to come. But
1: um, see, I hate that. Like, yeah. why why do we have to sit up in a capitalist society? Why do we have to do this? Like, why can't we just play games? Why do we have to go to Shop City?
0: Yeah. Well, it's just, it's, um, it's a new way, you know, I think again, um, if you look at the world from heck, I mean, from 2019 to right now, just how things have changed and a little less go back to 1994, you know, you know, think about, think about e-commerce in 1990. Well, wow. Why, why do you have to go online to buy something? Why can't you just <laughs> walk into a store, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, I... you know, so thanks, Grant. So right,
1: uh, I'm gonna crotch the old man my way into this. Yeah. I just I don't get it. I don't support it. It makes no sense to me. Like I don't know if you saw the movie Free Guy, but like <laughs> that's just yeah. what it makes me think of. Where it's just weird, and it does like I don't want to live like that. It's just,
0: but it's gonna happen, yeah. uh, and corporations and everybody are is going to push and push. And push until we finally get to the temper point where there's enough older people out there that say, no, I don't, you know, or enough older people out there that counteracts, you know, or or there's more younger people than there are older people. And so the older people's opinions don't really matter anymore. And the older people, I mean, it's the same thing with Facebook, right? Uh, I started Facebook in 2005, probably. Probably February 2005. So it was under a year old when I started Facebook at Kennesaw State. Uh, and I remember talking to my mom about it and saying, you know, well, this is this thing. Why would you ever want to do that? You know, that's stupid. That's uh, whatever. I, my mom, God bless her, she'd never say anything stupid or be ugly to me about that. But just, you know, you <laughs> understand it. Right. And so at some point it clicked with her because everybody else was doing it. So now she's on Facebook and she loves writing, you know, articles, it seems like status (laughs) messages, pictures of her grandchildren and so forth. And so on on Facebook, but that's because there was a tipping point where there was enough of the younger generation that got involved. uh, And then some of her peers began saying, okay, well, I need to see what my younger generation. And it just, it's a snowball effect. And so, Yeah, it'll happen, Emily. In the next five to ten years, it's going to happen. You're going to be on there trying on your virtual Barbie uh, shirt and, um, you know, doing your Barbie makeup and doing whatever you want to do there at Forever 21. And, uh, you know, I think one of the things in this article that I did that I am more interested in in diving deeper into is the um, is the. Having opportunities for maybe smaller brands within almost like a virtual marketplace, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh having opportunities for smaller businesses to to leverage uh the bigger businesses. Where was it in this article? I think that they uh, digital uh yeah. Um the joined by other brands like American Eagle, Gucci and Tommy Hill and it's been okay. Forever 21 partnered with Roblox last year to create the Forever the Shop City, right? To where mm-hmm. Uh, users and fashion influencers could run those virtual store funders. I, you know, I don't know why, um, and they probably do, and we've talked about it with our Main Street idea a little bit here, but I don't know why Walmart couldn't have a market, a virtual marketplace to where it's an easier um, level of entry to the $5 million merchant as opposed to, I know, Amer- you know, Forever 21's a, I don't know if it's a billion dollar, but certainly a $100 million um operation that they are hundreds of millions of dollars operation there. So, you know, that might be a way for a smaller merchant to be able to get into, um, the metaverse and, and have different ways. And again, I guess I'm still a little bit murky and I believe that we've talked about this. Great. So I try Mm -hmm. on a Barbie shirt on my avatar and I like it. And I like how it looks on my avatar. Great. So buy now, and I can get the physical, um, shirt sent to me, I guess.
1: Yeah, and then that's where the hashtag comes in, like, twin with your avatar.
0: Oh, so then oh online, wow, I was so confused by single. that. That's,
1: that's, that's what it means, like, you're twinning with your avatar. So now you're both wearing the same thing, and now, oh my god, I look just like my avatar from Roblox.
0: God, that's so smart. That's so smart, because don't <laughs> worry be Avatar, you know, that's what an avatar is a better, and, and, like, is your, is the representation of yourself, how you see yourself, right? I mean, that's what the, yeah, idea. it's just I mean, like
1: I, the movie Avatar
0: as, as an avatar. And so, so great. What better way to be yourself as you see yourself than to order what you've given your app? Av- Man, that is so multi level, like, like just getting us in the pockets right there
1: know. Oh yeah. let hmm. see. Again, I'm the person that I hate those microtransactions in video games. So like this is just not me. I'm not I am not the demographic for this. I'm like you won't get me. But if you get something physical,
0: like a microtransaction, a transaction I get, right? Because it's still in-game action, you know, it's a skin for for your character or something like that. But if you actually get something to say new, I mean I don't see this necessarily as a microtransaction. I see it as a regular transaction, a retail transaction. So it's a little bit different.
1: I think it's a little bit of both.
0: Yeah, maybe. And Roblox is going to get their cut, I'm sure. And then now Forever 21 is going to get their cut. So, again, you got to figure out ways how to work that in your budget uh, there. It's an interesting. I, I listen to Barbie Girl sometimes with my daughter. She loves that song. You do. Have you ever heard the song?
1: The song Barbie Girl.
0: Yeah. I'm a Barbie yes. girl in a Barbie world. <laughs> Life is plastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's a pretty crude song. When you <laughs> you really yeah. listen, yeah. To it. but Absolutely. my daughter is not of the age. My wife is like, why is she? Li-? I'm like, she does not understand any of this. You know, she I, knows I, the
1: like, word Barbie, and that's enough. It's a good yeah, jingle. It's a it's a great jingle.
0: Um, and. It was one of those songs where I thought, ha-ha, she likes Barbie. Let me show her this song. And now I I get sick every time I hear it because we've listened to it. Do Um, you know um, there's
1: a a Barbie movie coming out this year? Yeah,
0: starring um,
1: Marco Robbie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, (laughs) Oh, folks, who's Ken? There was a person that was, I can't forget.
1: I can't remember.
0: But Barbie taking over the world again. Just when you think she's down, she's back. She started from the bottom, now she's here.
1: Love that for her.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right, so let's move on. Interesting um, Barbie Metaverse collection for every 21 on the cutting edge of this. And um, <laughs> i interested in seeing what we're going or seeing what's going to happen there. Let's see here. Let's go to, yeah, I like this one. Uh, what do values-driven consumers care about, right? You need to think about that. There's a lot of, um, mm-hmm. I, I guess, social justice buying you know out there and, and 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 i'll be honest with you i don't think about any of that stuff as i buy things so i might be leaning on you i'm just like where's the price well i don't i don't know if you do I, i'm just saying like i don't so hopefully somebody on this podcast I'll channel
1: somebody that i know that also social justice buys because yeah. <laughs> i don't
0: okay. uh, so this is by dave franklin um and this is on from insider intelligence e-marketer uh, great publication. We do the article. As a matter of fact, the person that I am looking to get on, I think, is uh, part of this publication. It's not this guy, um, but it's part of the publication. <laughs> uh, so interesting article. All right. So what do values-driven consumers care about? Values are important. But just one of many drivers. Consumer behavior is also focused by fact or is also influenced by factors such as price, convenience, and availability of products. Talking mine and Emily's language there. Only a quarter <laughs> of consumers say they prioritize a brand's value over price per an August 2021 YouGov study. Older consumers are more likely to prioritize price. However, younger consumers are only slightly more likely than their older cohorts to emphasize a brand's values when making purchasing its decision. There's a good as as this publication always has, They have great graphs. Uh, how adults worldwide prioritize price versus brand values when considering a purchase by age 2021. 20, um, and let's see here, the greater majority of folks which guy which age okay so 18 to 24 i would say 18 to 34 um are the guys that are generally prioritizing the brand values only by a couple of percentage points 21 percent, 15 percent, 14 13 and 14 of folks don't know what they why, why they shop so <laughs> interesting uh, you can look at it here Uh, Purpose is more likely to be a tiebreaker, according to to Drew Train, uh, co-founder and CEO of Oberland, which builds itself as a purpose-driven advertising agency. If you've got a cause partnership on your box and your competitor doesn't and you taste pretty much the same and your price is the same, it might break the tie. Worker, worker well-being is consumers' biggest concern. When it comes to consumers' <laughs> expectation of brands, they care most about how, how companies treat their employees. Perhaps reflecting the early pandemic publicity about frontline worker treatment and the resurgence of gender and racial justice movements, worker fa- fairness, safety, and equity – are the most important issues for brands to address, according to October 2021 survey by Merkel. These are followed by ethical sourcing and manufacturing and environmental protection. Uh, consumers place greater emphasis on doing the right thing than on making statements about these issues, articulating social values and taking a stand on political issues ranked lowest in consumer priorities. Consumer opinions about brand activism Uh, Differ. Consumers have conflicting expectations about brand standing, uh, brands speaking out on social and political issues. While younger consumers are much more likely to support brands that take a stand, 40% of U.S. adults agree that brands need to stay out of social and political issues, according to September 2021 Collage. A group survey, response who want brands to engage in social and political issues are split between those who agree brands should always focus on these issues at 30% and those who agree that they should focus only on issues related to their products and services at 28%. Okay, so that's the article. Really quick, really concise. Um, you know, I think that this is kind of a timely article, right? Because I don't yeah. think anybody that has eyes and his own social media can see that um, obviously uh, June is uh pride month and logos change for, for 30 days exactly from June 1st yep. until June 30th uh, you know, you know, and I think, where I would go with this, uh, and again, this is I, this is not a, I, I do not want this, neither do you, Emily. We've talked, we'd never want this to be a political show, right? So we're going to keep politics mm-hmm. out of it and personal opinions out of uh, out of it for that. But I think that there, that as a society, and I think that me and you are in agreement in that, that some of the shallow gestures sometimes can be like, okay, I get why you're doing it, all good and well. doesn't but personally, it doesn't bother me at all. I could care less what a brand does, you know, or what they choose to do, how they choose to market themselves uh, for any given month or, you know, I'm not, oh, okay, you know, there's, there's a lot of idiots online that just will, they have to have their opinions heard. Right. And so they have oh, yeah. to say, and it's just, you're like, golly guys, like, do you not have anything better to do than like commenting on a brand's po- profile picture? I have, I can think about 20 right now. Um, oh yeah. And and so anywho, but I think that there has to be a good difference between meaning it and virtue signaling. Right. And that's Mm -hmm. where I begin to, to kind of say, okay, are you guys just trying to virtue signal or how the, how, how this, how did this, how did they put it here? Um, Oh, they had a good word for it, Emily, and I'm, I'm missing it. I know, brand, I know. Brand standing, brand standing. I like that brand standing, right? Um, or, or do you really care about this? You know, and oh, it's, yeah. and it's so shallow for these big corporate brands sometimes to me. That that's that's what I say. to. And I get what they're doing it and unity and and unifying and everything. I, I can understand that but it's just like, ugh, you don't really care as much as you think that you are as much as you're trying to show that you care, you know, sure. online. Yeah. And it's just, that's where I say, whatever guys, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to care enough to say anything or let it affect my mind <laughs> But at the same time, it's just like hollow gestures of sh- changing your social media and doing nothing else with it. Again, it's not just a hollow yeah. gesture, but, but if it's if like, great, well, what else are you doing here? Exactly. You know,
1: And that's a big thing that, like, I think June, starting June 1st, Mm -hmm. at least within like the people that I follow and the friends that I have, it's really just a month long joke of Mm -hmm. just watching how shallow brands can be. And then as soon as June's over, they jump to the next quote Mm -hmm. unquote trendy thing. Like, there's a TikTok audio that is very, very popular right now that starts with Hi, gay happy pride month (laughs) and everybody's been quoting it because that's just it's very on brand for everyone is like oh let's just pinpoint this thing but we don't actually really fully agree with it or understand it or really want to put the time and energy to actually care about this issue we're just going to kind of blanket over it and i feel like we've talked about this before previously i know eric talks about it a lot on webinars and we've written blogs about it as like when you're actually passionate about something as a brand and you actually want to put effort into it, people notice and people care. Not everybody cares. Like For instance, I still buy lots of things from Amazon, even though I know they, they have many articles that have come out about what happens with their workers and things of that nature. But you know what? I had COVID and they were the people that would give me popsicles and lozenges the fastest. Mm-hmm. So they, they win my money. And that's just kind of how I have to decide things sometimes. But like this article says, like, if there's a tie and I know that maybe you have more sustainable packaging or I know, like, I saw a story that you guys did about something that you did for a customer or a worker of yours, I'll always pick that. Because Mm -hmm. if I have the opportunity to pick someone that has more integrity, I will. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't always choose that option. But if I have the moral fiber that day to do it, I sure as heck will. (laughs) Yeah. And I
0: think that that's the, you know, that's the purpose of this article is it's honestly saying, listen, there's still not a huge, I mean, there, you know, there are people that care, don't get me wrong, uh, but it's still not a huge. and, And it's kind of, it's fascinating to me how brands lean so hard into it. When still the VAT, I mean, and again, maybe that's the the silver, okay, great, people don't care, but it's still the right thing to do and, 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 you know, to lean into it and whatnot. And that's, you know, so that's the, that's the, um, I guess, silver lining in the article right there is that, well, it's not really a profit driven thing, right? As a matter of fact, it can be argued and not, not, not any, any, Issue particular that I'm talking about here But for every for somebody that's For everybody that's as passionate About an issue there's generally a person that, I mean we're a 50-50 country On Pretty much every topic That you talk about nowadays you're a 50-50 Country so for a, how every Passionate somebody is about something There's an, there's there's their counterpart That's equally um, Unpassionate about it you know I don't even know if Unpassionate is a word but just doesn't give a Flip or could, could potentially turn off Right and yeah. so so you have to, you have to, um, it's, it's an interesting line to wall, But I guess, you know, folks lean into it. Um, how much do folks care? I don't know, the, the journey. But you just, you have to have a good message. And I think it's bigger. Uh, it's easier for a corporation to probably do it than a smaller business to lean into it. Unless there's like, I think that for this, for smaller businesses, I think pinpointing, not, Concepts, right? Because you yeah. could say, um, you know, it seems and, and it seems like every month is some month, right? You start uh, every month is some month that that we're focusing in on, and those are larger concepts. Those are bigger concepts, and that's good, and that's fine, and that's fair. I think for a smaller business, instead of focusing on the larger concepts, find that charity, find that purpose that is it, it is that is more micro, right? Um, and, and focus in, and this is how we're helping this specific charity, this specific thing right here. And I think that can be the winner when you really talk about, um, you know, how do I insert my, my virtues in my company or my values in my company or whatever it might be. Maybe yeah, yeah you can you can you can give a hat tip to the big overall concepts but being able to zero in on you know this um this charity or this cause and we're we are hyperactive in this that might be where where you win as a small business i think so and so um you know it's it's an interesting um because it's a big conversation right now, right? Again, like we said, you can't go on social media without somebody giving their two cents about something, both positive or negative. Sometimes, <sighs> I'm just a big believer. If you have something negative to, to, you know, like, just, oh, my goodness, like, keep it to you. You ain't got to comment on everything, you know? Yes. That would be, be a sad life to live. I mean, I'd rather comment on the things that I'm positive about than the things that I'm negative about. Um, but, anywho, uh, each to their own. Um I'm not going to, who am I to say what people do with their personal time. Um, (laughs) But as a whole, you know, I would, I would say, I think that a company can win when they, when they really drill down deep into what they're passionate about and how they're helping out on small and on a community type level. You know what I mean?
1: No, I completely understand. And like, like you said, I think making those, sorry, those, Small kind of decisions have a big impact. Like yeah. you don't have to, you don't have to go the full nine. You really don't. <laughs> yeah.
0: the micro, the micro, and the, and and to be quite honest with you, a lot of times the micro. And when I say my, micro, doesn't mean it has to be. I mean micro things can be big in nature. You know, yeah. um, the, the butterfly effect, if you will. Um, but I think that the micro things and the more the more that we can focus up on micro. You know, community issues. I think that just helps out everybody and and helps out and 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 opens up more as a whole to people being able to sit down and talk with one another as well. I
1: agree.
0: Because people can understand the small. It's very hard for minds to understand the the huge concept sometimes.
1: Yeah, I have a very pea sized brain. It's hard for me to think sometimes.
0: <laughs> Not you, Emily. You're a big. You're a big <laughs> all right, that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> What do values-driven consumers care about? That's very good, thank you, Mister like uh, Franklin. Uh, yeah. Something different to talk about, and again, um, we, you know, we want um, uh, businesses to do what's right for them. You just have to, you have to wake. Okay, great. What's the most bang for my buck when we do value-driven sales or value-driven marketing uh, or whatever? Maybe you do it behind the scenes. You know, that's also you do it behind the scenes that nobody knows. Um, so, kudos to those guys as well. Uh, let's see here. What do we want to do Emily? Any I think we have time for maybe one, potentially two. Do you want to hit the Target Plus? Sure, let's do it. We're going to do one from EY Studios written by our own Jess Richmond, uh Target Plus, what you need to know about big commerce's beta program. So this was a pretty big announcement. Uh, From Big Commerce, Big Commerce is one of the leaders, uh, platform leaders when it comes to omni-channel marketing. Right now, we just did Mm -hmm. a a webinar with them last uh, last month, and we're doing a lot of things with them uh, when it comes to to um, to their um,
1: omni-channel,
0: yeah, (laughs) omni-channel. They're just overall and how they're growing, and and we're we're working with a lot of clients. And, And again, as we've discussed before, you want your product to be where people are going to buy it, or you, or you want where where people are going to see it, and so uh, mm-hmm. Target is a marketplace that is beginning to come up. Obviously, you have Walmart, you have your Amazons, uh, but a lot of companies are are, are, are jumping head first in the marketplaces, including Target, including Walgreens. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna focus in on uh, Target. So Target Plus, what you need to know about BigCommerce beta program. BigCommerce recently announced a new beta program uh, with Target Plus for select merchants through their Omnichannel Certified Agencies Program. Target Plus will now join the collection of marketplaces available through feedonomics like Amazon, eBay and Walmart. The integration will provide big commerce merchants with the ability to list and sell their products on target.com. In addition, Target Plus will all will also offer access to their massive product catalog, giving big commerce merchants the opportunity to reach a wider audience with their products. What is Target Plus? Target Plus is Target's newest invite-only online marketplace that launched in February 2019. Beginning with just 30 merchants, the marketplace has grown to 272 sellers. With such an exclusive presence, this is the prime time to get on board as these few sellers are sharing the 200 million monthly visits to Target. Dang. Jess, for for you, that's a good point. Jess, get in there early. Uh, The marketplace offers sellers several benefits. Reach millions of active Target.com shoppers. Increase exposure to your products through Target's vast product catalog. No hidden fees. Leverage Target's powerful fulfillment options, including same-day delivery and in-store pickup. Earn placement in Target's shop-by-store section. Competitive referral rates. How do I get started with Target.plus? Plus? Uh, I probably won't go through that. You can look at this, and then how do you qualify for the Big Commerce Beta? Uh, there's a whole list of that right there uh, for those who qualify for the program. Big Commerce is currently offering a following the following a one thousand five hundred dollar feedonomics service credit, fifty percent off the first three months with feedonomics, and thousand dollars spiff for the seller referral. So. Um, yeah, I mean, good stuff, right? And, and and I think the reason why we did this is because we are looking more and more at omni channel and I want to talk about uh, more again, merchants, small businesses, if this is not part of your strategy, you are going to be missing out. If you are not putting your products where people can find them, you are going somebody is going to get the business that you could have been getting. And Target, if you're anything like my family, my wife does not go to walmart.com. She very rarely goes to amazon.com. She is a target.com shopper. What marketplace do you shop, Emily? Uh,
1: mostly Amazon. But honestly, I like I worked with Jess on getting this blog post together. I didn't even think about Target having a marketplace. And immediately, um, I emailed her and said, yes, let's do a blog about this because Target's massive. Like, they have different um what are the what's the word that I'm looking for uh, connotations there are very distinct thoughts about target versus Walmart, and like if your brand's in target, that looks really great for your brand mm-hmm. not saying that being in Walmart is as bad, but like it's target everybody loves target I don't know a single person on this planet that doesn't love target.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, without... Well, well, I'm sure there's somebody that doesn't love Target.
1: Yeah, but they're not my friends, so...
0: <laughs> fired erroneously from Target. They don't love it.
1: <laughs> the vendetta against Target. Never again.
0: Um, no, I'm with you there. And, I mean, let's just say it well i mean target as seen as a higher standard i don't know if higher class or higher more elegant version of walmart right i mean and and i think that it's just that's the that's that's what people think right walmart's kind of the the great one come one come all you know give me your your poor your tired everything you know it's the it's the statue of liberty yeah, retail places Jesus. where Tory American melting pot. It's not at all these like like these <laughs> things that like, I don't know how they've gotten ingrained in people's mind. It's seen as more of a more of an exclusive shopping experience, right? Because they get these these huge name brands. That do these exclusive... and then maybe that's why they get these. Well, not even huge enough, but these these boutique named brands that do these exclusive target lines, and it's like, ooh, I got to have this uh, Magnolia or whatever it is uh, for target. And, and 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 Walmart tries to do that, right? They have like their maybe like their Trisha Yearwood collection or something like that. <laughs> I don't
1: know Trisha
0: Yearwood, um, but
1: I I don't do
0: And so again. When you're thinking about marketplaces, where are my consumers? Where are my shoppers? Who are they? Where are they shopping? And maybe Target is a better option for you than Walmart. Now, do both of them, right? And reach out to everybody. But maybe you have different products going to different areas uh, depending upon what the analytics look like, what the data looks like. And this can become a lot, right? Uh, When you're trying to manage just many marketplaces and ensure that data is clean it can be a lot of work. Something like feedonomics helps out, but it can still be a lot of work for somebody. And so you have to have a good strategy going into this. You have to have have the bandwidth in order to do this. You have to make sure that you're factoring in the bottom line. Again, uh, no hidden fees. Great. But just because they're not hidden doesn't mean that there's no fees. Uh, I can assure you that target's going to get theirs if they, um, if they, Mm -hmm. if you sell something on their website. And so you have to think about your pricing strategy with this sort of thing. Um, But, I see nothing bad. And especially, again, Jess brought up a great point that there's only 272 sellers, at least at the time of this publishing. Maybe there's more now. Hopefully there's more now. You're a big fish in a small pond at this moment. uh, But very soon you're going to be a small fish in a big pond if you don't hop on this, you know?
1: Absolutely. And I can actually say from experience, my previous job that was um, an e-commerce brand we actually started adding items on target way before we did Walmart and we it, we put some a, a few of our top sellers on the site and um, gosh that was where a large part of our revenue ended up coming from pretty much mm-hmm. before I left We had started adding things to the target marketplace or the Walmart marketplace and started seeing some movement there but like you said we had specific products going to different, um brands, because some of our items were like some of our cheaper items, like uh some of our more boutique items went to a different place like it was a great way to showcase that our brand could kind of fill that vast void of everybody we could hit a little bit of everyone and make a good amount of money it's It's worth the effort it mm-hmm. is work, it does take time and energy, but there is serious value behind it,
0: yeah, absolutely absolutely um And I think the thing that excites me, again, is just how big commerce is coming out of the gates with this. Man, they're they're geared up around it. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, And you know, we obviously, I think, I think Shopify does a decent job at at, at kind of coupling these things. But this is one area where I say I really think that big commerce is running circles around folks when they're. um, with their, with their Omnichannel and what they're investing into Omnichannel. And again, guys, it is the future. It, it, if you're not doing it, you need to begin thinking about it. You need to be strategizing, it. even more so than than the multiverse, and really the, or the multiverse, <laughs> the metaverse. Um, <laughs> you know, but even metaverse is a form of Omnichannel, right? Yes. It, it, it is a part of Omnichannel, such a big word, um, you know, just, again, essentially selling where people are, um, but, but, This right here is the area that, because half the time, I didn't even realize, you know, uh, Amazon's been doing omni-channel selling forever, for ages, right? And until I honestly understood what omni-channel was, until I was in the know, and I can guarantee you that anybody that's not in e-commerce, or not in retail, they don't know what omni-channel, heck, probably most people in retail don't know what omni-channel is. You just think that you're buying from Amazon, right? and you're buying from the small bin, you have no idea. Even though it says you're buying from this, like for the vast majority of people, they're just buying from Amazon, but really they're buying from you. They're just buying from Target, but they're really buying from you. And, 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 and again, hopefully at some point it clicks where they say, oh man, this is actually, let me, let me. Look at this brand, and the idea—I don't know—that it's Target's idea, or Amazon's idea, or, or Walmart's idea—is eventually you want the you want to convert these customers, or figure out strategies potentially to convert these customers to your website, so you're not paying those fees. And so, there's a lot of interesting strategies that you can do, um, and that you can that you can um, use. Uh, when it comes to the channel, plus again, I think it said the logistics aspect of it, these companies have logistics down pat, and so yep. if you can use them and you can use their logistics, then um, boy, do it, yeah, do just it! you know, do so it so you don't have to worry about it. Absolutely, great blog, Jess. Let's see if we can hit one more. Let me see here. I'm going to do this last one. This is we're going to come back. We start with retail. Uh, we start with retail dive. We'll end with retail dive. Amazon <laughs> launches virtual try on for shoes. This is ARVR right here. Um, and this is Danny James, who's an associate editor over there. We'll do the dive brief following the opening of Amazon's first apparel store in May. Uh, Amazon Fashion on Thursday launched a new mobile augmented reality tool called Virtual Try On for Shoes, according to a pres- press release. Uh, shared with Retail uh, Dive. I think I called it retail drive earlier. Sorry about that. Uh, Customers using the Amazon shopping app can select the virtual try-on button on the product page for participating shoes, then use their camera to view the shoes on their feet. Users can also change the shoes colors without exiting the application. The feature is currently available for iOS users in US and Canada and is offered on thousands of shoes from brands such as Puma, Reebok, Adidas, New Balance, and more. The retailer plans to add more brands and styles going forward and will soon expand the feature to Android users. We're always the last, am um, I? <laughs> let's see here. Do, 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 do. Latest announcement is aimed at sneakerheads. Um, Amazon fashion's goal is create an innovative experience that makes shopping for fashion online uh, easier and more delightful for customers. We're excited to introduce virtual trial for shoes so customers can virtually trial thousands of styles from brands that they know. Uh, retailers join a ton. But Nike's kind of been ahead of this. Uh, in 2019, they they began doing something like this. Uh, over the f- over the past year, Amazon has pushed forward tech driven services beyond its fashion category. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Um, I, okay, I like how they look, and maybe if you're a brand, you know, if you're a brand aficionado. Mm-hmm. But for me I gotta put my foot in the shoe to see to see if it's if it's
1: yeah know how it feels yeah
0: you know yeah. To, to try on to see how it feels now maybe that's not the purpose of this because again for Amazon it doesn't fit you just return it and get the next pair you know um, I
1: think for this it's it's about the the look of the that, shoe. there's a whole like sneaker community that I'm just not privy to, but like, I'm still part of that old school. I don't know if you did this when you had to go back for shoe shopping, you go with your mom to the store, then you got to put your, you got to figure out where your big toe is and you got to walk up and down the aisle and see how it feels. What's the wearability? What's the heel feel like? But I think for different like shoes, like I think like Adidas and Nike, um, the, the shoes are relatively similar. And then it's really just about that, like look and uh, how the how how they kind of show off that brand.
0: What about this, Emily, for sneakerheads? Because that's a big culture out there. What if me and you design and develop and produce a sock that a sock. that sneakerheads can put on? Okay, well, hear me out. Hear me out. And when they're using the VR or the AR functionality. Uh, it's it's connected to this type of shoot because again sizes are different a size 13 for a kolhan is different than a size 13 for a sperry and that's just my my middle-aged uh, <laughs> uh, middle age dude talking right there but they are they're different <laughs> right and um and and so like a 13 and I don't know, Puma probably isn't gonna fit me the same as a 13 in reebok. You like to think that they would, but for whatever reason they don't. But this sock, when you you can say, I'm looking at you can program it, I'm looking at this shoe and this, and it constricts to let you feel the size of the shoe.
1: That's really amazing. That would actually be so cool.
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. I know. See, I I like the
1: way you think, but most importantly, I like that you tried to include me so that we both make money.
0: I don't know if the technology (laughs) is there, so we're going to have to create it. But um, oh god, we're going to have to hire a
1: third guy. uh,
0: Yeah, not Supra. Who else could we hire? Um, (laughs) Joking, Supra. I'd hire you, but you're not a developer, so you're no of no use to me. Um, No good. Get out of here. Um. So, but no, I I mean, it is interesting. Again, looking at it, trying it on. There's a picture. Dude has a tattoo on his leg here, so um, um, the Adidas that he's wearing looks interesting to me. Could look cool. My wife would have to look in. I don't get to decide any of my shoes. I, I you know, Emily, as a married man, I don't get to decide anything of how I uh, of my clothes purchases. Now, my wife would scoff and say say, oh, yeah, I'll look at what you're wearing today. And it's a Columbia shirt, you know, and I don't know if she'd go out and buy, buy that for me. But what she doesn't know, she bought this for me like 10 years ago, and I'm still wearing it. And so it's actually something that she bought for me. She just doesn't like anymore, Emily.
1: Yeah, that's me with my boyfriend. I'm slowly working through his closet and replacing things. And over time, I will continue to do so because otherwise... Listen, you boys are silly. You guys will wear those things till they're ragged. And then they're ragged, and then you're still wearing them. Oh, yeah. Stop doing that. It drives me nuts.
0: My <laughs> wife was looking at a T-shirt of mine, and uh, she's like, oh, there's a hole in We need to throw this thing out. I'm like, no, that's a good lawnmower shirt right there. A good work if
1: all- <sighs> I was like, can we get rid of these socks with holes in them? No, no, they're still good. Why? Why are they still good? They are not.
0: Good for Zach. Uh, get it- up for yourself, Zach. Find no. the power.
1: Next podcast, uh, we'll have him on. It'll be uh, the battle of the sexes. Bring your wife. It'll be a, a hoot.
0: Oh, boy. Um, yeah. So, again, I think this is just one of those things. Amazon's doing it. We need to think about it. Small businesses. And there are partners out there like it's a Kiki, like a three-kid. Uh There's other ones out there they are just escaping me at this moment that make this not so far out of the realm of of being Mm -hmm. able to do. Now, Mm -hmm. you do have to uh, invest in like 3D photography and stuff like that in order, you know, 3D files in order for it to, to work. But this is an area of technology that is consistently getting a little bit more affordable to the small business. And again, you want to give consumers many different ways. You can't. Well, the business owner, the biggest mistake a business owner can make is, well, this is how I shop. So why doesn't everybody shop the way I shop? There's only one person that shops the way you shop in that shoe. And so you need to make sure that that you're giving all sorts of opportunities, shoes being an easier one, right? Um, but we're talking to somebody right now about um, you know, furniture. Furniture is huge for furniture right now as a whole. Um, you know, I think that there's a lot of opportunity in that space when it comes to AR, when it comes to, you know, Mm -hmm. try it before you buy it type deal. Um, you know, at least virtually try it before you buy it. And so guys, this is something that you need to be thinking about. Amazon's now doing it. Nike started the trend. You're going to see this more and more. Don't let Amazon run laps around you. Think about it. Put it into your plans. Dream big and then partner up with an agency like myself or another agency that will help you figure out how it can fit for your business. Boom.
1: What he said.
0: Yep. All right, Emily. I think we're at about an hour and 10 minutes. Was wanting to get it underneath an hour and 15 minutes. We're doing good here. Uh, anything yeah. else?
1: No, I think this was a good one. I'm, I'm glad we were able to do this after After I wasn't feeling good.
0: Yeah, we back. We took a two-week break. Um, I did go to the beach. It rained the whole time. And, um, oh, geez i think i talked about maybe talked about a little bit on the last one but um but no happy to be back looking forward to getting some more guests on here hoping to to line some up not gonna announce any because we have don't have any um um etched in stone yet but uh working on some and hopefully we have them on some stuff if not it's just me and you we're okay with that we're cool with that it allows us a little bit more flexibility
1: <laughs> the people love us jay don't don't yeah. ever think otherwise
0: absolutely so
1: all right guys well thank y'all
0: so much for joining uh southern fried e-commerce this week again you can find us on all of the major podcasting platforms amazon uh spotify apple podcast always use those i know that there's tons more but you can find us there and uh and yeah listen like share tell your friends let them know emily i hope you have a great weekend with your friend going out you going out to any restaurant any 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 reservations
1: no reservations we're playing it by ear we're just gonna fly fast and loose
0: you don't need to tell folks because the paparazzi will find you after exactly fight, right? i don't i don't
1: need all these fans coming after me jess no, no,
0: knowing where you're at we're gonna have to we're gonna have to protect your anonymity
1: Good good way to throw that in at the end. (laughs) There we go.
0: All right guys. Thank y'all so much for joining us this week and we will talk to you next week.